This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. You know, every day we are waking up, it's like a rinse, recycle, repeat headline of an institution being hacked. We had Sick Kids Hospital making news over the last couple of weeks as the big last uh, target. Now we wake up to news this morning that the LCBO, uh, dealing with a cybersecurity incident that has hit the website and mobile app. They're not saying if it's a ransomware attack, but uh, look, they've been hacked, which means the website uh, has been taken over, and I guess maybe they're being uh, extorted for something. But this is happening every single day. And we've noted, I mean, it's, it's increasing. The attacks have gone up at least 20% in the last year. And of course, government is the main target, mostly, or financial institutions. Um, but to give you a bit of an idea of how bad it is, last year alone, Canadian companies paid out 600 million bucks to recover their digital assets. That's up from 400 uh, million the year before. Uh, but we have long been warned by our intelligence that we are vulnerable to these attacks. And... Um, Clearly, we are seeing the proof. Let's bring in David Shipley, cybersecurity expert, CEO of Boseron Security. Great to have you. Thanks for having me. David, I think most people would assume, <laughs> wrongly, uh, that you know the governments would put the money into this because they're the ones who are being warned time and time again at all three levels, get your affairs in order. And yet, when you hear the LCBO's been hit, you wonder, well, how does that happen? Well, it happens in part, not necessarily because the LCBO isn't making the right security investments. It's just that they're absolutely probably getting bombarded with attacks. In fact, I know from our experience working with similar agencies across Canada, it's a staggering amount of attacks. Well, why? Well, criminals no longer rob banks in person in many parts of the world, the Western world. They attack them online. They attack their customers. You don't hear about the kinds of robberies to the extent we used to hear decades ago because criminals have gotten smarter. And unfortunately, you know, being on the defensive side for the LCBO is like fielding the Maple Leafs, but the only player you can put out is the goalie. So the best day they have is 0-0. And unfortunately, for all the days they've gotten it right, they are going to have bad days like this. And, And part of that responsibility does go back to the federal government in the environment we've created globally where mm. this is the norm, and that's that's broken. Yeah, I mean, there were warnings, certainly um, certainly at the beginning of the conflict with Ukraine and Russia, we got more warnings from our, our cyber intelligence saying, look, Russia is uh, willing to attack. I mean, they, this is a very good tool for them. They can't attack because if they do, we'd be brought into the war. But he has that option and, and probably could target some of our vital uh, infrastructures, which is why they put out the warning that we're still very, very vulnerable to these kinds of attacks. So far, that hasn't happened, which is a good thing. But um, I think the concern is, have we actually started to shore up our systems? Certainly the critical infrastructure, like power grids and that. I mean, is this, are we ever going to stop waking up to this or is this just the new norm? We're in this for another decade or two. And I think... So the, I'm, uh, I'm going to die before it's fixed. That's what you're telling me. Well, I hope not. <laughs> well, uh, it'd be maybe, 20 maybe, years maybe. by government time is like 40 years in, uh, in normal time, so... 
Um, well, it's going to it's going it, to the, the reality is, is the bill for the information cyber uh, information superhighway has come due and it's cybersecurity. Mm-hmm. All of the benefits, the conveniences, the for all the Amazons and all the good things that we've had, we have all the negatives. That's yeah. just the way that life is. For every action, there's an equal and opposite reaction. And now we have to suffer through it because we didn't apply forethought to when we built these systems. We didn't make them secure by default. We didn't think about the laws before we rushed into a global uh, trillion-dollar economy relying on digital uh, infrastructure. And now we just have to, to get through it. The, the point you have about speed matters. Now, in Canada... The current conversation about critical infrastructure to protect against these big attacks, which is banks, telcos, energy, and uh, and uh, transportation, you know that law hasn't even passed second reading yet. And even when it gets to uh, to third reading and royal assent, which is I'm told will happen by this spring, um, then we're going to wait two more years after that at least till the regulations actually get figured out and come into force. So we're talking 2025, 2026 before Canada has meaningful laws compelling critical aspects of our economy to be safe. That's the timeline we're on. Yeah, there's never a sense of urgency to get what needs to be done, done, which needed to be done a long time ago. So you can't just park the blame at one government. They've been very, very, very slow. But is this, and I don't know if you've seen the legislation itself, but is it the kind of legislation that will get good headlines or does it actually have substance to back it up? Because so often we will see of legislation coming out, it sounds great, but then you start to read through the fine print and you realize, oh, it's, it's not really going to do much. This legislation has teeth. Now, okay. some of the debate is whether or not some of this, the, the teeth to this is, is overly, uh, overly unfair to companies will have unintended consequences like discouraging telecommunications companies from investing in next generation infrastructure, causing higher costs to Canadians, etc. So there are good debates and discussions that need to happen. It's the speed at which they need to happen and the sense of urgency within government. Now, this legislation is good and that's one area, but, but uh, one critical part of the the story right now is healthcare. Mm-hmm. Yeah, right now yeah. our hospitals are their IT infrastructure is under siege. So Toronto Sick Kids is a great example, but it's also crumbling. It has never yeah. been funded properly. And we're having this national conversation about healthcare spending in this country. Dedicated funding to the IT function in hospitals across this country is an investment in healthcare. Mm-hmm. Because for every patient we deal with, uh, for every 10 patients we deal with, it relies on IT. And if you don't, if your IT system goes down, as, you know, unfortunately what happened with UHN, while it wasn't a cyber attack, you see the impact of what happens when that disappears. So we need to invest in that. When we modernize it, we can make it secure by default and we can get ahead of this investment. And it's going to take a decade to, to have secure hospitals. How many lives will be lost if we continue to dither and don't actually spend on this? Yeah. And, and how do we get that to the top of the agenda for premiers? And the prime minister to say, you know what, we do need IT, we rely on it, we do need to have outcomes. Here's one that the prime minister's office can get a win and the premiers can get a win on. And I'm giving away the advice for free here, gang. <laughs> let's, let's get this done. Yeah, let's get it done. I get it. Dave. The problem is we have so many broken, so many broken things right now that it's like, where do you start? I mean, they've got to fix a lot of stuff. And that's because they've kicked the can down the road. So, you know, you reap what you sow. But here we are, uh, you know, sick kids still trying to recoup. It's uh, they got 80 percent of their systems back up and running. But a lot of times we will see companies, even um, municipalities, just pay out the money. They just pay the money because they've got to get the stuff back. And that's the easier route than trying to fight this stuff. And so we're still going to see that kind of, uh, you know, happen where you've got people that just say, just pay it. we got to pay it and get rid of it. 
Well, and 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 and, and that is short-term thinking because it, it can often come back where they'll attack you again. And then the money they make off of attacking, it started innocently enough. It started five years ago attacking universities for $20,000, and now it's hitting hospitals for millions. So we, we, the definition of insanity is doing the same thing over and over again. If we keep paying the ransoms, we know yeah. what the outcome will be. And, and I think in Canada, while we may still want to give leeway for organizations to pay ransoms, i.e. the only choice for the hospital to get the patient records back in place that potentially could impact life or lifespan is to do it, is to also require transparency. So we should have a new register nationally in this country under the criminal code that says if you have to pay a ransom for a cyber extortion, you have to register with this uh, federal office. And all of a sudden there's a new consequence to companies where they have to make that decision. Right. We really want to pay this ransom because we can't just keep this secret anymore. We're going to have to admit to this. Yeah. I think that's, that's the middle ground between the pay and the don't pay ransom is let's start with transparency and see how bad the problem is and force those who are maybe not life and death to really rethink whether they pay that ransom or not. Yeah, transparency is uh, the best disinfectant. Nonetheless, stay tuned. There'll be another one, and we'll call you. Thanks, David. Thank you. Take right. care. Cheers. That's David Shipley uh, joining us here. So we don't know the cause of this latest one with the LCBO, but I'm sure we'll find out.